Welcome everybody to another edition of Rick and Force's Feeding Frenzy. You are of course in with the big force in the chair today, but um, I'm missing somebody on my right side tonight, and that is the big man Rick DeWallace. He's a no-show. So I'd like to first off start by introducing our special guest host, Big Tagsy. How are you, mate? Great to be here, Force. Thank you very much for the opportunity, mate. Oh, thank you very much. You've come to our rescue. I've run out of both. Uh, Benny didn't make it either. He didn't make the cut this week, and uh, Rick uh, just... Under the weather, so um, pretty lucky to have you to back me up today, mate. So thanks for coming out. Oh, look, the bags are packed, mate. Waiting by the door, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it was just a matter of time. We've been itching to get on. So long-term listener, first-time contributor. So very happy about that. <laughs> oh, lovely. Good to finally have you on here. Now we've got a very special guest with us tonight. It's uh, Cal and Mark. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Uh, yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, I did want to be with Rick, but I guess we'll settle for tags. Oh, he's probably just as good looking, I think, which is lucky. Yeah, stretch. <laughs> just a shorter version, much more compact. <laughs> we'll leave that alone and we'll uh, get right into the footy action now. Uh, before we do, though, we're going to have a big shout out to our sponsors and uh, make a big, big mention to Plunkett Homes, our premier sponsor. Um, with an Oreo, you twist it, you dunk it, but when it comes to homes, you just look for Plunkett. So make sure we are. Big shout out to them. Without sponsors, we're nothing. Prestige Realty, anything better than Wellington Reds, it's going to be Prestige. So another great shout out there. And uh, just for our other ones, we'll get them out there during the rest of the podcast, I would say. So, But anyway, Elders Insurance, bringing it straight to you, Cullen. Uh, any dental work, get your insurance done. Beautiful. Thanks for that, Tagsy. <laughs> Always good to get out there and sp- thank the sponsors. And we've got... We have said it before a couple of times on this podcast, we do well when our club does well behind the scenes. So um, we've got a pretty great sponsor list. We've got a great uh, set of uh, people behind the scenes doing a lot of uh, bits and pieces for us. Volunteers coming out of the, coming out of the woodwork, which is just fantastic. Um, now, look, I, I did say we'd start with footy action, but actually we've got something more important to start with, and that is our good mate Skinny has done us oh. a great big favour, and he's, he's donned the gavel and the wig, and he's, he's uh, played judge, jury, and executioner for us as uh, Judge Skinny. Yeah. Jags, you were there. What Honestly, this is at the moment where we'd like to go to the plasma and just review some of the, probably the better um, scenes that were happened there. Um, some really, really, uh, you know, opened up a bit of Pandora's box there, <laughs> which, uh, you know, and some, some real home truths sort of came out, uh, particularly with uh, uh, our very own Caitlin Hull, um, the trainer being caught with Royals paraphernalia. So, yeah, some some good lessons learned, I think. Um, you know, It just goes to show you don't know anybody, do you? No, you really don't. You, you don't. Um, you think you know I, somebody. I think actually one of the ones that got off quite well was uh, our man BT, Brock Teed, uh, for eating that parmigiana. That didn't belong to him. That Cohen put his hand up for about six times. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, looking for my third of the night. Like a, like a small child with tears in his eyes, looking longingly, I went and bought him a bucket of wings just to... <laughs> just to satisfy his hunger. Yeah. Can't take us through it. Uh, it was a bit what? of an experience sitting there, getting overlooked for the palmy. Uh, yeah, what, it was, it was, was pretty heartbreaking. Um, but those chicken wings did hit the spot. Um, so thank you for that. It's okay. As you can see, probably from the performance I put on with the chicken wings... I uh, have eaten a few in my time. I've got the technique pretty well down packed. 
Yeah, there was, I noticed there was not a lot of meat left on the bone. Like there's, it's very. I don't think there's any marrow left in the bone. No, actually, no. I reckon. Yeah. So technically, uh, strip the bones out. And yeah, you got the meat. You could suck a grape through a straw. I reckon that was just you know really quite impressive. <laughs> Probably. So, um, yeah, and so yeah, disappointing to to miss out on the palmy. I did have the capital punishment there that uh, BT should make up for the rest of the palmies that Royals never cooked. But, uh, that's a lot of palmies, though. I, don't, I think that's that a lot to put on. <laughs> a couple of boys got angry that yeah. night. But um, I think the palmies tonight with uh, might have just... Yeah. I think we ticked the box this yeah, time. Yeah, no, they scraped in. Uh, Ten bucks, I'm not complaining. Yeah, except for one box. They didn't tip Tagsy's box. Um, Which box is that? The flavour the flavor box? Or well, the fact that I had to get Red Rooster delivered here... Uh, just to make sure that Cohen doesn't go underfed. <laughs> Actually, and back on that palmy story, that's right, I've just remembered. Now, is it true that you went home to mum's cooking and oh, told oh, a little oh, white oh. lie that you had gone home hungry like, yeah, and yeah, hadn't made true. Yeah, so before I went out, well, I knew I was going to eat, obviously, at Inswing, but told yeah. mother that there was no food there tonight. We'll just go for a couple of beers and just a quiet meeting. So cook something and go home and roasted bang cook. So oh, roast what? Tucked in roast lamb. Oh, stop it! Nothing I enjoy more. <laughs> wow, that is uh, that is that is some good form. I'll well, give you that. I think we might have to in- incorporate a segment here of Cohen's roast, but anyway, <laughs> we'll see how we go. Um, Cohen's roast brought to you by Landmark. Great sponsors. Good work, Charlie. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Land's going a bit at the moment, actually. Yeah, exactly. You're looking at about 150 bucks ahead. Anyway, moving right on. <laughs> Let's go back to the footy. So, so we're back. We're back into Judge Skinny. So, um, just how, how good a job did for uh, you being there, Tagsy? How good a job did he put on for everybody? Oh, look, as a newcomer to the club, I think it's a sensational event to hold, and these things will only they'll gain as we keep going. Um, yeah, no, really well done. Um, some. Uh, some, some bit of bite from a few of the uh, defenders oh, there. Oh, there was, there was. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, and calling on witnesses, and <laughs> I think uh, it held merit. Uh, Skinny held himself well. You can tell he's been in this position before. Oh, I'm not sure which which side of the law he'd been on, <laughs> but uh, uh, he was he was right at home there, and uh, the Thor hammer just capped it off beautifully. So. Oh, it was great, and we got to throw out a special thank you to Hannah for putting in all the effort for the costume. Oh, she sure. ordered the uh, ordered up the wig and, and got the bush took cans on there and it just looks a bloody treat. And something we, tells me that that might have been that costume might have already existed. That looked a little bit. Oh, I had the inside. bit polished. I had the inside of knowledge on this and 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 there was there was some sketches done. There was some uh, yeah. Just, there was the some organisation. Oh, uh, no, it was it was some, some time and effort went into this and a, and a few dollars. It's that's, a mad, that's a mad Monday. Um, oh, absolutely. Special. I think that's a... Um, I think that we could even see Judge Skinny at the end of year wrap-up this year. Yeah, no, representing, um, I, I, I think so. Um, yeah, I think that'd be really good. We could even have a quick uh, quick spell with Judge Skinny in between some awards. Yeah, chuck him in there. Yeah, I, I dodged him once. I'll try dodging him again. Oh, he's he's hard to dodge. I don't dodge, think mate. he's gonna miss, mate. You'd, yeah, you'd... he's pretty good with that Thor hammer of his, yeah. mate. You know, you won't get away from him. Yeah, yeah. No, fool him once, but <laughs> I reckon I might have got away with a couple too. Oh, I think so. Oh, the, well, tell you one person who thought he got away, but in fact did not, and that is our good mate Chubb. Now, for those who were there, and for anybody who hasn't seen Judge Skinny. Jump on the newsletter. Tracy has done a fantastic job writing it all up. 
including the, ta- uh, the, the trials and the, um, who was found guilty of what. So she's done a really good write-up, good photo of each of the defendants up there on there. So she's, she's just done a, a top job yeah. of getting it all organised. I did read that. It's, it's, not, the, it's uh, not a bad little read, yeah. actually. Uh, I enjoyed it. So, uh, yeah, Absolutely. Good. And the, the newsletter that we do is sensational. Big shout-out to Walk On Steel, our major sponsor of the week. Um, get down there. You'll get an absolute steal. <laughs> uh, the newsletters are fantastic. Um, eight pages, pretty hard to fill that out. So uh, some sensational stuff in there as well. Yeah, some interesting comments from the president today, actually. Yeah, there was some uh, some oh, news. Uh, there. Oh, I skimmed through that part. Sorry, what did he? What well, did, give us a bit of an in depth what, 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 what you saw. There, what, did, what did Jeffrey do? Uh, his favourite position. Oh yes, in the review, what, wasn't on the field. No, exactly. No. Um, no. I think it was something to do with Bible camp, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that was... Oh, yeah, right, okay. I'll just, just come around on that one. Yeah, <laughs> good on you, mate. Um, just well, remember, Judge Skinny's coming back around. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Emma yeah. might be swinging your one, mate. The kids read that, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, I think I won't be going on a romantic date with Jeffrey. Yeah. No, no I leave you at a bus stop 1,800 kilometres away. Good let's get it and pay for half the fuel on the way home. But <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's not how we look. Prestige Realty, big shout out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we'll just cap off. Great job done by Skinny. Um, had a great... I, I, I take a little bit of personal win when it comes to these things. You always get a lot of sceptics going, oh, you know, turning the nose up. What's this about? What's going on here? I don't think there was a dry eye left when we left that night. Everybody had a great, uh, great time, a real laugh. You, you see the photos of all the defendants there, all killing themselves on the stage there. I think Jakey always cops the short straw, young snake, because he's always he's been around. He's he's guilty of many things, you know. He's got a long rap sheet, and uh, I just like to capitalise on that whenever I get a chance. Yeah, and I think he plays it up for the uh, for the cameras. Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Probably sits in the off season going, "What can I be?" Uh prosecuted for next <laughs> sucker for punishment now uh, as I said we're just capping that off and, and somebody who thought he got away and I've touched base with him tonight and I've let him know that in fact he has not and that is good Master Chubb because he thought because he wasn't present he wasn't going to be in the same pool as the other defendants that were uh, found guilty upon that night so anybody who hasn't had a read in the newsletter Murray and uh, Mr. O'Day were both uh, asked to come forward and give me some defendants for the uh, for the Colts and the 16s team. Now they were given plenty of notice, and I received Nothing. no word back. Did say that? Yeah, Judge Skinny found that they were guilty. We threw the book at them. They got the maximum sentence. We actually came up with a new sentence for that. And Chubb has also been put into the same boat as these two blokes, and that is that they are going to be joining a lip sync battle this year. As a competitive team against all the other grades. Now, Tagsy, you were sent the same message and you responded and you gave me plenty of uh, defenders to put up there. How does it feel knowing that you could have been in that same boat with those fellas there? Well, yeah, I mean, firstly, it probably wouldn't have worried me too much. (laughs) Being the natural star that you are, obviously. Yeah, born performer, but I... um, yeah, I mean, I think it, it sort of gives me solace in the fact that, um, like Gary Ablett of the Gold Coast Suns, I won't be having to carry them through it. <laughs> um, uh, interested to see what they come up with. Uh, I, I don't know I, what they're I'm thinking. I, I can see a bit of Beatles renditions. Who, or, or who takes the lead there? Oh, I, I'd put my money on Mars. Uh, 
Alright. Yeah, he probably would be the most competent leader he, out of those Muzz, guys. Muzz would be the... Uh, he'd be the go-to guy. Yeah. The real pillar of strength going on there. He'd be the Michael Hutchins of the in, in excess <laughs> money over. That's that's not a bad call actually. I can see him there, and um, I think he deserves that too. Um, yeah, well earned title. Uh, well, another thing is, I think he deserves to be put forward as leader because he also does something else which he got away with that night. And um, anybody who's seen him at training, he likes to chuck on the old jumper and go for he a bit of a run. And, jumper. But the jumper club he's like hasn't played for in. Or does he just go around buying opposition oh, paraphernalia? I, I think we've said it before. I think he's a sucker for punishment, mate. I think so. Um, in to like, I've because I've, I've quizzed him on this, and I, I've said, Muzz, you know, interesting choice of jumper selection on the weeks that we so happen to be playing these opposition teams." And he says, "Oh, it's to to wind up the boys, teach them not to kick it to me." Fair enough. Does he also teach him to tackle him? Because I reckon that'd go down well, the Well, that's what I'd like to say. <laughs> so I think, just just purely based on that, I mean, my, uh, Michael O'Day gets a close call because he rocks up in a, in a Geelong Cats buddy jersey. So that's that's a close call, but I don't know, rocking up in the old bullies uniform. Yeah, and, and, and he's, he's got a Royals one in there as well. Wow. That just hurts even more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to put it out there now. I reckon we'll... we'll We'll call that right now that Murray's going to be leading the charge. Yeah. Bit of never tear us apart. Oh, oh man, man, that's not bad at all. I don't mind that. I, I, can, I can see that happening. I can see that happening. Yep. Yeah. Now, um, Tags, apparently, um, you, you said yourself, you're a natural-born uh, performer. Have you uh, have you had any thought as to what uh, you might be up to on that night? Well... It's changed dates, hasn't it? It has. So you were not originally going to be there, now you no, are. No, no, so what is the date? Well, we haven't got an official one in yet because we have to touch base with Tracy. Now, Tracy, as we know, is flat out doing everything for us. Yep. She's also got her own job to take care of and her own children to feed, so she's in the middle of a dreaded trooper. time for... Oh, absolutely. Absolute trooper. Absolute trooper, yeah. She's in the middle of a dreaded time for anybody who's done anything business or accounting-wise, and that is end of financial year, and there's people... Happy who, Airfus. Oh. Foxtel. Not a sponsor. <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 uh, no royalties for, for... But if you do get Foxtel, get down to Jaguar Cabling. I heard that they have a very good hitching up. Anyway. <laughs> that, is, that is a good point. Young Cam, do, do a good deal, Cam. I'm sure. Uncle Cam. Uh, yeah, so anybody who heard that who's done business or accounting, I'm sure that would have sounded like nails on chalkboard the old end of financial oh, year. Yeah, yeah, no. But uh, yeah, so she's very busy with that. So once we get over that hump, we'll uh, I'll have a t- chat with Tracy and we'll organise a date that suits most of us, if not all of us. So um, tags any any threat of a uh, performance that night? Well, yeah, and under instructions of my wife, I I have a repertoire of about probably fifty songs. Um, where you could almost just put the iPod up on shuffle, shuffle and, and just get into it. with it. But, um, yeah, she's sort of teaching me how to balance the limelight <laughs> and share it. Um, no, there's quite a number, but I tend to not actually lip sync it. It's more of getting right involved in it. Um, well, I'm just going to put, put this out there now, just a bit of a cheeky call. I think um, your performance might leave everybody uh, wanting an encore. Uh, (laughs) and uh, I can see you're linking that up to the park (laughs) where uh, yeah look and honestly um, yeah swap it out for Jay-Z and Tag-Z and 
never does it, know. Does it make you nervous um, getting up there at all? Does it uh, do, do get that sort of tingly feeling that makes you sort of go a little bit numb? Absolutely not. Um, I was born without shyness, unfortunately. <laughs> Gift and a curse, isn't it? It is. It is. It is a curse. So, no, uh, I think there's been a bit of talk about it, but yeah, no. Just have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah, and for those that join us on the bus trip, they've probably got a bit of a taste of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a bus trip it was. And, Calvin, you were absent on that trip. I was. Yes. You'll know who you were. Cricket. Uh, yeah, I was on my end of season cricket trip. Cricket. Yeah, mm. so. I love me some cricket, but, mate, when there's a bus trip, mate, for well, 40. I was on a trip. Yeah. So we went to Bremer um, and consumed probably a few too many beers that way. Mm. As um, you do. Yeah. Catching sharks. Trying something like that. <laughs> Did the sharks catch you? Sharks caught me in the yeah. end, didn't they? Did they ever? There's a bit of a story in there. Well, no, we are the sharks. And we <laughs> got him into the club. Oh, this, so. this, this could have been an origin story for all I knew. This could have been the, uh, the, the what brought Cohen to the, the uh, how many sharks thing. You got a bit of a story as to how you came across to us, mate? Uh, yeah, well, uh, so obviously grew up playing at Railways, family club. Went out, worked on a farm out in Katanning, played a year out there, sort of coming back from injury, so I didn't play an awful lot, and then came back to town for work, so yep. landed a job back here, um, and was not going to play actually, was going to have a year off football, and then uh, Jeff called me. Yeah, as he so often does. <laughs> yep. We start to see a pattern with all these stories, but it's taken a So Jeff has actually had had called me the previous years before that as well a few times, and uh, it was probably just to be hard leaving from railways directly, especially when my brother was still in town. And um, yeah, so with him leaving, I guess I just seen the uh, door open a little bit there. I think as Tagsy likes to put it, and we've, we've said it a couple of times, you've probably seen the light, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's always good to see people <laughs> yeah, listening nah, to the podcast. So, um, the light, his hair is the light, that's the beacon of light. <laughs> yeah, we, might, we might get there. Um, yeah, nah, so I sort of seen it as an opportunity where uh, I could probably develop myself as a footballer uh, and as a leader whilst also trying to give back and if you get a win then yeah which we obviously got round one <laughs> and I remember going into the rooms and like for me it wasn't really a massive deal or like, obviously a big deal but probably wasn't until I was in the rooms there where you just see how much it impacted everyone else that it actually sinks in like this means the world to them like I've won grand finals that that Parallel, weren't as big that, as that, that yeah. Parallel that, like, well, that was... Yeah, the well, energy I in that completely room agree, was, yeah. Um, yeah, and when you sort of see it, and I guess, like, God, um, one of the things... Well, I've always played in pretty successful teams, Yeah, I guess. Like, I've uh, played in football grand finals, I've won cricket premierships, and... Um, but, yeah, like, just the joy and the amount of people that just came flooding in, like, families and... Even, like, family members crying for mm. the players, like, yeah, it was pretty special. Um, and I guess it sunk in then, um, but yeah. One thing but I, I remember saying to some of the boys, I was like, I don't know what you guys have been doing all this time, like, 
it's not that hard. I'm one from one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But it does, and that's the ebbs and flows of footy. Um, one thing I have noticed, though, um, and I've messaged you about it, is um, Cohen is regularly probably one of the last to leave um, on Sunday nights, and you actually invested into your football club. Um, and that, as a, for a new guy coming in, that's what it's all about. It's it's actually going, I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm not here just to go through the motions. Um, and that's something which I, I, I'm quite impressed by. Uh, you know, Taj is another one who, unfortunately, was meant to be here with us tonight. But uh, <laughs> I think we'll go with Rick's one and we'll call him a late omission. <laughs> late omission. Yep. He uh, has is missed uh, by the skin of his teeth, but that's um, Subaru Uber service is uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a well sought after business, especially this time of night. Certainly is. <laughs> Well, that's something I said from Taji from the get-go. I mean, I met him for the first time when we went to our AFLX carnival and yep. um, didn't know me from a bar of soap. Uh, I didn't actually play. I played the uh, one of our last games, but I, I sort of went along as team manager, so to speak, and I was just more interested in the bus trip, to be honest, um, yeah, <laughs> as you do, you know, and I was looking forward to it. So, uh, um, look, you know, I went along as a... You know, as an as an assistant, and you know, if if need be, I was ready to play. But um, he didn't give a, he didn't give two stuffs whether I was. No, he's a pretty confident kid. Uh, confident, absolutely. But he didn't care whether or not I was there to sweep the bus, yeah. or whether I was there to drive the bus, or whether I was there to play full forward or whatever yeah. it be. Yeah. Didn't give two yeah. rats. Two he was quite happy to yeah. um, yeah. you know, to to jump have in and be, yeah, have, have a chat and just yeah. be around. So. And I think that that's a massive thing about when you know. What makes good clubs is good, good people. Good sharks will make a good club. And attracting those those like-minded people. And de- <clears throat> definitely not having, um, you know, people who come in with an element of... Um, Look how good I am. Superiority so about them. Um, and part of that is, like I've said, you and Taj are usually two of the last to leave on Sunday nights. Um, oh, excuse me. <laughs> so, so two of the last to leave, which is um, which is really good. And then even for example, like we talk a lot about uh, Benny Fleck on the podcast as well. He's always out there running those extra couple of laps, putting in that extra fitness. You know, you, you you guys get around all the young guys at the club. Doesn't matter who they are. If someone's got a question for the two of you, you know, you've got no problem sort of you know giving away some some advice or things like that, or uh, you know helping a couple of the big fellas finish off their laps. Uh, I did yeah. notice that a couple of weeks ago. Gave yeah, nah. a bit of a pat on the back to. Yeah. One struggling force getting through his last of his couple of laps, but came and came in and did you you know did the team thing. So, like I said, it's um, it, like Tagsy's sort of uh, trying to trying to touch on here is we just love the fact that we we're attracting the right people, but mm. we just we love you fellows for the blokes that you are, but coming across here you know and accepting that as you said you know that win might not have initially been such a big big sort of feeling for you, but once you got in there and you realised. You had a look around. It was pretty quick to see what it's mean for a lot of boys who have played those hundred games, ninety odd games, getting flogged to two hundred points, playing whatever it is. Two games each weekend, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then for you guys to to come in, settle in, and mould as one, you know, like you've been here for since day dot, essentially. You know, it's it's pretty special, and we're 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 proud of the Sharks for being able to do that, for being able to attract those people. But we're also proud of boys like yourself, Taji, Benny Fleck. Jake Castle. <clears throat> yeah. I we, think we the fact that there has been a group probably... Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. There's a fair few new guys this year. Yeah. I think the fact that there's 
a group have rolled in, it has made it a lot easier. Yeah. Um, and bring bringing their own sort of values with them. Um, yeah. You know, and and I guess that again, that's what we're touching on here is is seeing you know it, you can come in to a new club, um, come do your job and then go, or you can actually invest in it, and that's that's where again when we talk about uh, attracting the right people and good people will make a good club. Um, you know, and it it does it helps because if you've already got sort of 10 or so, then you add yourself and Taj, you know, the next thing we've got 12, and then, well, I'm not saying that, like, it could be heaps more than this, um, but that, that's what sort of brings people together, is, is, is constantly just sharing, you know, making more people, making it more attractive for new players to come into, for sure, um, but it's also setting out your values where the guys who come in are kind of going to know pretty quick whether they fit into what we're all about, um, and that's something where, you know, uh, and I think this year we've even had a couple come and go. So I think it's, it, you know, it, st- it stands out a lot that not only are you sticking with it through a few big lo- big losses, um, but you're also looking at, you know, how we're going to make it better and be part of the journey of improving it. And that's, I yeah. think, is huge. Like, that's yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's, um, it's sort of like, for me, it's like, I'm not sure... If I'll be there for one year, or I'll be there for ten or twenty or thirty. Like I don't, I don't exactly know where I'll be. But while you are, but there. while I'm there, I'll give my hundred and ten percent. And say at the end of my time, I do leave. Then I'd like to think that I've helped the club be in a better place, and I've like left a, like a lasting impression. So, so that's that, sort of just how I look at like any time you go anywhere. Really, it's a good philosophy philosophy to have, and that um. It comes out of a book uh, called Legacy by the All, which is about the All Blacks, and that's exactly what they're saying. It's it's uh, the jumper. They refer to the jumper, and then they say you are looking after it for the next person you're handing it down to. Now, how do you want to give it to them? Do you want to leave it the club in a good place, better than when you started, or just oh, here you go, it's all yours? And I think you've just hit the nail on the head. You know that's that's the kind of attitude that. Uh, as a collective, everyone needs to have this. You know, we're just, you know, basically got this on on loan from the guys who we're about to give it to. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, big impact so far. I'm 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 very impressed. Yeah. Cheers. So. Yeah. No, it's work. very important, and it's it's great. You know, it's something we talk about a lot as well. Is the fact that the club is doing so well off off the field as well. Mm. Um, sports staff is amazing. I mean. Girls like Taryn and uh, Caitlin, you know, looking after us off, on the track. Ash. Then, a- Ash looking after us off the track. Um, Doing the management. It's Jack yeah. that gives the rubs game days. Yeah, 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 Jack as well. So, I'll yeah. spend a bit of time with Jack, so <laughs> Jack. <laughs> no, that's right. So lots of people looking after us on and off the field. Um, Sharon at the, oh, in the yeah, canteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know how she does it. Like I've, Look, I've, if, if we weren't the last game of the day, I'd probably spend a lot more time at the canteen. <laughs> but, yeah, the thing is, when, when you're on the other side of the county, you're not allowed to eat the chips, so uh, you've just got to be careful with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and these things happen. Live and probably. learn. Oh, no, and learn. Morphs, uh, I don't know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another good one back there, actually. I always see young Ruben out there. Oh, the yeah, no, he, he loves it. And uh, yeah, back there. as our it, as yeah. our runner for the bloods as well. Um, oh, I I I don't, I'm 
I love Ruben, but I do not love him as a runner. <laughs> I, I love him as a runner. He's oh, fantastic. mate, I tell you what, when we had him, um, we, 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 we got our money's worth out of young Ruben uh, when we played, uh, was it Denmark that you jumped in and put the boots on? Oh, yeah. We made him earn his stripes that day. Far out, we got him busy. Um, Ricky and I set ourselves a goal, yeah, uh, young Rock, and I hope he's having a listen, because he... Uh, yeah, shout out to the Rock. Oh, I love The Rock. What a what a great show Slippery and Rock put on too, oh, mind absolutely. you. I, I can't talk about that show enough. That has been our most viewed show so far. Probably um up there in the top two memes that I've actually managed to do as well. Yeah, no. In comparison of him to the... Him to the young Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Oh, right. can you? No, have, have you not seen my meme that no, I made? I've seen oh, it. Oh, we'll You've probably seen the group, I think, five times. Best work, yeah. That was, that was bloody <laughs> Didn't good Didn't get work. enough likes the first four times. So, <laughs> so give it another run. Repost. <laughs> look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah. Wait, wait for prime time. Exactly. <laughs> Every year for Rick's birthday, that's coming up. Oh, for <laughs> sure. That I, I love the photo... Uh, I love the cheek on him actually because I've gone back and I've had another look at that photo. Now he swears black and blue that he Completely was not by surprise. Oh. Uh, with his with his arms behind the, his uh, arms on his face. The of the camera. You know, oh, absolutely. You know sometimes in the screenshots and you can see down the bottom there's been like rapid fire shots yeah. taken. Like, I'd just love to see how many times oh. flick the light switch on off. Like how get the angle right. How much a second? How much olive oil was yeah, used? Yeah. <laughs> me up. I reckon we could get the uh, information out of his missus actually. Oh, Tanya would be straight on to it. Oh, I think so. I think she'd be sure. very candid if we had sure. a chat with her. I think. Uh, <laughs> And I think there's actually um, a bit of a library of photos there to, to go through. Oh, yeah, I think we might need to be careful, but, though. But, <laughs> he's a, he's a good looking, looking young buck. I'm sure there's a few that we might not want to see. Like the great man said, though, he's like, when you've got it, flaunt it. So, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so nah, very good from, from, the, from the rock. From and, the rock. And, yeah, Ruben, as a, as a runner, um, possibly the only one who uh, rivals him is our great man, Nathan Smith. Who actually doesn't need to run because uh, you can hear him very clearly from the sidelines. Um, in fact, you can hear him six rows back in the stands when <laughs> when he wants to send a message out there. So, a uh, couple of good, good I, runners in those I, two. I think I'd have to adopt his philosophy if I was ever going to be a runner because I'm pretty sure most days I could be heard from railways. So, yeah, no. out on the field, I reckon I'd be right and just stand in the middle of the ground and just. Bark orders, the, only, the only time a message gets sent clear is when Nathan's waiting to come on and whoever's meant to be. <laughs> There's no way they don't know it's their turn to come on. Oh, that's Absolutely good. Absolutely no Love way. the hunger about it, though. That's, oh, that's what you love exactly. about it. But yeah, as I said, we got our money's worth out of route because Rock and I set ourselves a, a bit of a mission on that day when we were, uh, well, when Rock was coaching and I was assisting because I won't say that I was coaching. I was in, mostly in charge of the stereo. Pretty easy, day. isn't it? It is. It was really easy. Um, you know, I could I could do it myself. I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, really, really. Um, I, I one of the best things about that actually was it gave me a chance to sort of go back to the boys and say, do you have any idea how hard it is to try and sort something out when you're in the, when you're in my ear saying, yeah, I'm ready to come back on. Yeah. And all you want to do is turn around and say, sit the fluff down and leave me alone. <laughs> you know, but you can't do it. You can't do it. You have to. Uh, you know, you have to accept that people are going to be keen. Some more keen than others, and um, you know, that's just the way it goes. But regardless of that, Rock and I set ourselves a challenge, and we were going to rotate every player on that field and make sure that everybody came off. So we sat there with a the marker, we put a little green dot next to everybody, and once they came off, we rubbed off their dot. 
Now, at the end of the day, I think we did pretty well with injuries and everything all considered. There were only two players who didn't get rotated that whole day. So uh, I think Rock did a bloody good job yep. trying to work that out. It is, it, and it's difficult when you want to try and put somebody with this new 6-6-6 rule, trying it is to tough. interchange people. Oh, we had this problem, you know. Oh, it's going to be the death of us. We're lucky that we've got a... Um, that we've got a a warning first before they give away a free kick because yeah. you're trying to interchange somebody use your warning yeah <laughs> oh, use yeah. it absolutely we, we use I think we use it the first quarter every, every game to be honest but you're trying to explain to somebody right after the ball up come off the goal gets kicked either way and they yeah. start trotting off and you go no get back get back they're already trotting off they're, they're, they're looking oh, at you like they're not oh, coming quick either no yeah. they're, nev- they're never hoofing it you know? and the serial offenders who know when they get the one minute warning and uh, all of a sudden they've are stuck wherever the play is they just have <laughs> I can think oh. of a few people for that one and I even had an instance where we'd managed to do the three way swap so you you pull your you know, yeah, for example, you bring you, out your, you, your, your fullback comes up to the to the to the full forward, and then the full forward who was there is telling me, "No, I need to be here because the ball's still here." And we're saying, "We've got a number for you. Get out." No, no, I need to be. It's and we're, we're trying to explain to this person that we're now one down in defence while you're telling me you need to be there. Get out. <laughs> oh, it's it's great. It's good fun. But um, no, look, I think Rock uh, still has a lot to offer as a coach. Um, he did a great job last year. And oh, for sure. Last year, um, you know, we've had a couple of compare. We've had a couple of people trying to compare different coaches to different coaches, and what I what I've told a lot of people is last year, Rock just kept us afloat. Mm, kept yeah. kept it so that every week, the reserves boys fronted aside. Had a team. You know, when we had, I think that I think that year they named six people uh, at the reserves side for the jumpers night. Yeah, and I, and I think he was one of them actually. <laughs> yeah, look, and that's what um I think uh, probably one of the big things that drew me into taking on this role is, um and and Rock will be the first to admit it wasn't enjoyable for him when he's playing the game as well to be trying to coach, um particularly when you've only got twelve blokes, um and then you've got to pull up your Colts, or and you know you, so things like that make it quite tough and you. You tend to footy becomes quite hard when it becomes you know in in those senses, and for some you know for someone like Ricky who loves his footy, you know you want him to just enjoy it, and uh, and I think now he's got that good balance of it. Um, a couple of games there, you know, playing up forward, he's you know, likes to steal my goals. I love, I love to wind him up and tell him he's, clock, he's, he? he's sneaking my goals. You know, he's he winding about. <laughs> He's my Eddie, Eddie Betts and I'm his Josh Jenkins, I reckon. You know, he, he just gets his hand on it and that's it. It's a goal. <laughs> I just stand there and make him look good. <laughs> no, I love to I love to wind him up about that, but no, you're right. He is winding back the clock and he's putting on a formidable show. Yeah, a bit. Um, I think he's, he's got a bit of a calf injury at the moment. I think so. Uh, I think it's back actually. His back's giving him a bit of grief. Split the difference in your hamstring. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> Long story short, he's he, he's carrying a bit bit of an injury, and he, he will be back soon, I'm sure. Can't um, be easy carrying all that muscle around. Oh, mate, <laughs> you know. I tell you, it's like a bag of acorns. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, you know, you look at him with with the jersey on, you think, oh yeah, he's doing right for his age. He takes the jersey off, and you just go, jeez, oh, he you. is stacked. <laughs> he's just rolling. The Adonis. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's a great man, and, and he's 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 another one. 
you know, one of the last people to leave. He's always got time to teach people, even just things like correct ball drop. Like mm-hmm. I've done a lot of work with him this year on correct ball drop, um, just trying to make sure you're getting the maximum sort of drop before you're actually trying to swim the boot and make a huge difference, you know. Um, and that's just to me, you know. And as I said, last year he would have been pillar of post just trying to keep everything afloat. Um, and I think you're right in the fact that now it's enjoyable for him. Well, and that's the thing. That's his legacy that he's sort of, you know, he's put his hand up um, two years in a row when I don't think many people would. <laughs> I don't think you could have paid anybody to put their hand up and two years ago. Gave me a lot of confidence putting my hand up for the role, knowing that I would have him uh, in support. And uh, that made, has made a big difference. And much like yourself, Cohen, too, you know, he's in that unique position where he's a young fellow plays uh, for Royals now, and he's doing quite well. Um, he's a talented young footballer, and he had the op- he had a chance to swing over and jump ship and join the Royals team, and he's just sort of I had a bit of a chat with him about it because it was a roller coaster ride this time, the start of this season. You know, he was going, he's given up footy, he's going. <laughs> he's coming back, he's gone, he's gone. And the next thing you know, he just turned around and said, you know what, my young fellow can go and blaze his own trail over there and make his own name for himself, but sharks are my family and that's where he stayed. Exactly, yeah. and speaking of blazing trails, Trailblazers are another one of our supporters and sponsors, so get down there to see Hannah and get an excellent deal. I actually met Hannah down there during my first couple of uh, weeks of playing with the Sharks. Like, I went down to the Sharks and I sort of, Touch base with a few people. You know what it's like when you see faces for the first time when you move to oh, the yeah, town? Sure. You've got no idea. Yeah. And something about her face just sort of stuck. I'm like, oh, you know, I sort of, I know you from somewhere. And I went to Trailblazers to get boots for my um, for my new job. I just got the job down working for LB Don't Murder in Trees and making wood chip and, you know, do as we do. Shout and out to all our little five there. Oh, no. Denmark opponents. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... Yeah, no, I just sort of, I rocked in there, I knew which, exactly which boots I wanted, because I bought the same work boots year in, year out sort of thing, so I walked straight up and went, those are the ones, grabbed them, walked over and paid for them straight away, and, and Hannah sort of looked at me and she went, those are the fastest boot sale I've ever made, and I said, oh, well, you know, I've been buying them for years, and you know, well, I always have a good day, and rocked off and went to work, and then a couple of days later went to training, and I've just gone, do you work at Trailblazers, and she didn't remember me at all, and I'm like, I'm the fast boot guy. <laughs> so, Ah, uh, the quick slippers and there's nothing better. And speaking of work, you know, for those that are looking, ATC WorkSmart um, training programs, good another sponsor of ours. Make sure you get down there and just uh, talk about the future. Down there. Think about the future, that's yeah. it. They do. I can, I, I can tell you a story about that one as well. But, but that's okay. We'll move right along back to the footy. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Con, you know, new, new coming to the club, just observations so far. What are, what are, the, what are some of your, you know, your... Some things that really stand out to you. What what have, what have you gone in and gone? You know what? I really like this about the place. Uh, the club's welcoming. Yep. Uh, I've always felt welcome. Uh, just the the commitment to come back time and time again. Like what have I played in now? One win and six losses, I think. Yeah. I think we're seven rounds in, and I think it makes you appreciate those guys that have come back for. 100 games 100 for two wins for, yeah. yeah like yeah um, yeah so I have complete admiration for those guys so that definitely for me and like I'm, we're losing games by 5 goals 10 goals now they they were losing games by I played 20 a game 40. for the railways where we beat them by 240 points like, yeah 
and yeah, it was to come back after that. It, oh, it's yeah. For me, that was a big draw card coming down. It's not for the 240-point losses. It's the fact that I'm here for the guys that stayed. Yeah. If, they're, if they're committed to going through that, um, they're not always back an underdog. And, but the fact that they're you know, still willing to keep going, um, that means that filters out a lot of the riffraff um, yeah. to be still the, committed to your club after that. And I the willingness to learn as well. Yeah. Uh, I feel... When I speak, like people genuinely listen, and they give you all their attention, and yep. and yeah, I yeah I really like that. No, that's good, and and um, right, so standout players as well. Um, there's got to be a couple that you you just sat there going, you know what, yeah, I don't mind the way you go about it. Yeah, who, I, who, who who's in your top five? My top five players yeah. to play with. Yeah. Oh. Well, um, I like the uh, I like a few of the youngsters. I like big kids. Yeah, uh, and I'll play obviously, that. it's uh it's a pretty obvious one. I think he could have a very bright future. I don't know if he's smart enough to go to Perth. Um, <laughs> so, so I could lock him away for a while. If he stops running under balls and just clunking them like he can, then uh, <laughs> I think he could be right on there. Um, I'm a big fan of Robbie Lee. Yeah, good uh, call. Yeah, he, he returned tonight, actually. I haven't seen him for a couple of weeks, obviously, with the bar. Yep. He had the big beard. I don't know <laughs> if you've seen it. I'm a big fan of it. Brent's soul-searching, so, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I was actually rolling out. Robbie, fear the beard tonight. Bit of I, uh, bit James Harden style. <laughs> uh, it's got some way to go yet there before he can... Uh, yeah, he's probably not quite at your level anyway, is he? Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. No, no, he's... I'm, I'm all for beard enthusiasts though, you know, give it a crack, you know. We, He's beating me though, so I'm not gonna. I mean, we've got some serious beards. Um, Brad Woods has got. That is a beard. Oh, uh, Brad Woods has a beard. There's something about a black beard too that yeah, just yeah, really. Yeah, you, you can't beard. beat it, you know. It's got like that, you know, um, Pirates of the Caribbean sort of feel about it. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wonder if we could get a dreadlock happening in that. I grow a bit more. Apparently, it's on the cards actually. Is it? Apparently, yeah, it's on the no, cards. It's, it's an actual thing that's happening. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Roll it down off the off the tash. Oh, that'd be something. Filthy. Isn't it? <laughs> I like it. I'm all for uh, those uh, out there sort of things. Yeah. No, I've always said you know when it comes to beards, um, there are many things in this world that I'll never see. You know, like uh, I've no no intention to go to Paris or anything like that. Never see the off tower. But my chin is one of those <laughs> things <laughs> I'll never see again. Well, the yeah. saying goes, if your dad doesn't have a beard, you got, you got two, two mums. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Alright, so, so we, we've got two out of two right, out of time. Alright, so, right, so we'll, we'll ramp it up a bit. At training, probably best skill set that you've seen at training. Oh, geez, I'm pretty elite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Taj has Taj? Elite, elite skills. Any good left footers out there? Uh, good left footers. No, I can't think of one at the club actually. I'm start throwing nuggets at you in a second. <laughs> uh, of course, I know. Ivory. Mate, you can keep baiting me as much as you want. I'm not going to go for it. Anyone? Um, no. Through the Banksy has anyone. pretty elite skills while we're on the skills. Yeah. I don't no. mind leading up at them too when I'm down forward. I wouldn't mind that either. Unless someone might actually kick it to me. <laughs> I, have, I, have heard I know that feeling better about well. your uh, game the other oh, week. We'll get to that later. Mate, just get better. Not better. Anyway, well, we're going to in-swing into the next uh, segment here. Uh, in-swing, great bar, get down there. In-swing, good opening, 
another one of our sponsors, so make sure we support those that support us. Um, we're getting a bit uh, getting a bit soppy on the couch here, mate. I reckon. You reckon we're getting yeah, a bit, no, a bit soft? Yeah, probably a little bit. Um, probably a little bit soft. So you know what that means. He's got to harden up a bit here, and I reckon now this would be usually when I'd call for the Whopper's oh, wallop, but I'm missing the Whopper. Nowhere to be seen. He's nowhere to be seen. So tonight we're calling in our special guest co-host, Big Tags, and we're going for the tags he's tackled tonight, tags mate. He's tackled. Far away. What do you got for us? You've got um, you've got some ammunition in the chamber. We got we got to try and get this soppy stuff off. The, I am off, yeah, fabricating. I am fabricating sprays. Better than MA Steel Fabrication, <laughs> one of our great sponsors. Uh, so first off the off the mark tonight, we're going to get into the vandals of the uh, of the club, uh, particularly the one the passive aggressive ones here for us. And this is a bit of a uh, touchy subject, where uh, someone wrote a very hurtful sledge. Onto the whiteboard. I didn't think we were getting into this one first, but I'll tell you no, what. We'll get that one off the We'll get that, get that, we'll get that one off our chest, all right. Well, this oh, one. This, this. You know what? This one's not getting a tagsy tackle. This one's getting the forces flogging, all right? Ooh. I'm really not happy with this, all right? Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get serious with you guys for, for just a minute here now. Bring, bring it down a little. All right? It's getting serious, all right? Somebody on Tuesday night's training had written something on the whiteboard which is unbloody acceptable at any footy club. It is unbloody acceptable for any workplace or bloody... It's just not acceptable in today's society, right? And they wrote that underneath something that, you know, someone had written their name on the board and someone had written something else underneath it, which was derogatory and just unbloody acceptable. They used a pronoun. And it's just not bloody good enough, all right? So if I was to catch up with this person, I'd be having words with them. Exactly. Now I think we'll do the right thing and we'll give them a chance to uh, apologise. Yeah. I'm not going to be looking for them, but if well, I see it again, no, they leave the pen out. They can write their sorry apology on the whiteboard. Well, that's right. They seem to, they seem to have very good handwriting, so they can go ahead and do exactly. that. Exactly. And, uh, and if they, of, if, I've heard of keyboard warriors, but whiteboard warriors are just. Okay, let me no just put it to you this way: Forcey catches up with you and finds out who you are. You're going to wish I hadn't, but he's ever seen your name before. All right. Not good enough. Mess with the bull, you get the horns. That's right. Mess with the force, you get the beard, mate. (laughs) Fear the beard. Fear Fear the beard. beard. All right. We've got Uh, that out. Coming off next, um, and I'm just going to fuel it up with a bit of Baker's Baker's Food and Fuel. Another long-term sponsor. Been with us since day, Doc. They're sausage rolls, mate. I tell you. I could uh, could do a podcast on these sausage rolls. uh, And just (laughs) co-shout out to uh, getting the bus to stop there. The phone call ahead was much appreciated. They'll tell me that later. so this one, the tackle goes, um, and this one's just a shirt front, straight to Brody Elfie, um, gets listed for the game against um, North Albany. That's right. He's there for 10 announcements, and then doesn't rock up to the game, so... That's rough. Bit stiff, um, and luckily, you know, we did, had quite a few emergencies there, did, so... Did he then say, I didn't realise I was picked? Uh... Something along those lines, like, didn't even... Yeah, pretty much. I said, where were you? And he was like, He's oh. painted on. Pretty yeah. much. Exactly. So, so uh, he's copping a tackle for that one? Yeah, he gets a tackle for that. Um, the festival heads. Oh. The festival oh. heads. The groove in the yeah. moves and the boys oh, and the likes. I'll tell you what, you can groove in the move, but you've got to move in the groove and get back down to the games. Um, 
Saturday game was it? No, Friday oh, perhaps night. against North Army. Yeah. And uh, Friday night. That was had, when we uh, debuted the uh, the powder finger run on song for the boys. Yeah, no, and well received. And the Johnton Pelly, um, Fraser oh, Johnton. Fraser Eaton, um, just just not good in. enough. Sorry, boys, we're off to we're off to go to the group group of the boys. Like that festival's gone anyway. Nothing we're used to. Oh, I probably could have got a lift with uh, Kiz and Dil Gowdy. Who after the played game, the game and then <laughs> made the effort to go across. That's right. And uh, of course, my skipper, Liam Offer, was not on at all. On... Off he was not on. He was off. And, he was uh, off his chops. Forgot to rock up to the game. So, and it just so happened that we um, held the lead all day and lost it as the siren went went down by a point. Um, could have been a handy draw, could have been a handier win. Uh, Ned captain for that, so off he, you get the tackle. Um, throwing in another one, Tyrone Williams, uh, fantastic halfbacker. I sent him the team lineups, and uh, he was listed as an emergency. And I said, It's okay, the league have only got 21, so there's a good chance that everyone's going to go up a level. And he interpreted that as he was playing the league, and well, the meltdown that followed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. He was so upset he was nearly in tears. That was some days of our lives uh, meltdown right there, mate. I'd say what give fair. that man near oh, me. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. The, the meltdown that followed. He's a blood's through and through. The, and then the realisation that, no, mate, you'll be coming to play for me. And the message back was, have a great day, Tags. <laughs> <laughs> so, Insane. good on you, Tyrant. And of course, the big one comes out, and this is. There's a bit of a uh, like new, I'm into the the new new numerology numerology numbers numerology, yeah, yeah numbers yeah. so the magic number six here uh, six 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 um, six laps of training I think it was round six that we were playing oh. against Denmark and uh, there was and then following that how many laps do we do at training every night six, six. now the the key here is uh, six times was your Dear coach and fearless leader, open in the full forward hotspot, and six times was he burnt by Vinny, Jill, Trish Lou times two, Dwayne Coyne, and Stefan. So you burn the coach, you get to burn the line at training. Mm. So, boys, <laughs> my only game for the year, and uh, honestly, I had to go and find my own footy, that's how bad it got to. So, needless to say, I'm back on the magnets. <laughs> it's not a good feeling though, is it? We've um, you know, I, I can see you sitting in that position, watching those balls just go left, right, and centre, trying to get on the goals. It just oh. doesn't happen. So anyway, that's all right. We've reinforced the behaviour exactly, and I'm sure the boys are doing much better for the three and a half k's of extra running they do each day. <laughs> oh, we're loving it, mate. It's, it's the highlight. Of, it's the highlight of the Tuesday night training, I reckon. Mm. All right, so we'll cross over to footy action now. There is one word we don't like to use. In this podcast, we don't like to use it at training, and that's the term "winnable game." All right. Now, Richter said it perfectly when he said that every bloody game is a winnable game. Yeah, that's right? true. Mm. Now, every week we're a competitive side. Every week we're up against an opposition that could be toppled at any stage. But we're excited about this week's footy. I think that's yeah. fair to say, and that's as far as we'll take. We'll say we're excited about this week's fixture. Definitely. All right, we've got North Albany. It's our old stomping ground uh, for anybody who's been here longer than, I think, three years now. We've been at Centennial. So, yeah. uh, Ed, 
Last time I was there, actually, they still have the Home of the Albany Sharks sign do, yeah. on their board. Yeah, I've got a couple of mates that play down there. I always get into them. Oh, still Shark Park down still there. Still Shark Park down there, mate, yeah. I have actually, sorry just to interrupt there, but I, I've genuinely thought about trying to get on as Railway's major sponsor and swapping the I-Right signs out for an Albany Shark sign just to troll them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if bad. it's worth it, though. But oh, it'd be worth it. It'd be, it'd be a good giggle, be good. mate, I reckon, for sure. Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah, we can get in there and just under the cover of darkness, text screw something on there. <laughs> anyway, but this weekend. That's right. Now, it's a, it's, a, it's a good ground. It's a bloody great ground to play footy in, I will say. It is a premier ground, isn't it? You've played there. How, how many games have you played? You've played a handful by there. North Albany. Yeah. yeah. I would have played a few down there. It's it's a bloody great ground as far as footy grounds go. It looks a bit different. You've been down there recently? I haven't. Like, not since last year. Bush out. Oh, okay. Looks very open now. Ooh, shake a few trees and see what comes yeah. out the bottom. Very good. Yeah. Of those wide wingmen might be able to get a kick out a bit wider these days. Oh, get the get the wind behind them now, you reckon? Yeah. Oh, that's good. But Playing so, outside. Yeah. yeah. But as that's we said, ball. as we said, we don't like to use the term "winnable game," but it's an exciting fixture for us, and it's something that I think we're really well positioned in the way that we've been training the last couple of weeks. Um, I think we talked a bit about it last week leading into the Royals game about our, um, our supposed witch hunt. You know, we're going through having a look at um, who's to blame for these for these big losses after what was such an exciting start of the season. Uh, and I think, we've, I, think we've, I think we're over that. I think we're past it, which is good. You know, we, we've gotten all the rubbish out of the way. It's the second half of the season. It's time to get serious. It really is. It's time to get serious. It's time to look at the... To look at the uh, Look at the season, take it on, and we're in the best position we've ever been to do it. Yeah. How does how does it feel for you out there at the moment? You know, how what's the feeling like the change room when you're getting around these boys who look like for the first time since round one they are switched on to win. Yeah, it. definitely after that Royals game. Um, oh yeah, it was like a completely different unit to was. probably the one that had played the five weeks prior. Um, the talk was up. The energy was up, and a, a, a big one for me, I guess, is it was almost like we enjoyed being out there a bit more. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I just try to, like, with everything, it's like, the more you enjoy it, I think just the better things go. Exactly. So I always try to have fun while I'm out there, and um, I think we sort of found that probably, that game. Obviously, we were going better, and it's always more enjoyable when you are going better, but I think they kind of go hand in hand. And you, you were up against what we call the benchmark side a lot of the times. Yeah. I mean, I've said it before plenty of times. Royals have been in town for many, many years. Forever. They, they have, they're they an institution in the in the town of Albany. And to go so well against one of the benchmark sides must be a massive confidence boost. We know we didn't get the win against them in the yeah. league. Um, and, you know, the, the, the end result was undesirable. But for three quarters of footy... You guys strung together an epic performance, which we were really proud of, and and we we were able to sort of take a step back and go, that is what our massive preseason was about, that is what all our supporters come down to do, that is what you guys put your your blood, sweat, and tears on the line for. That is the Albany Sharks. Yeah, especially that third quarter. It was mm-hmm. exciting. Like, yeah, sorry, that's... it just reminded me in in my tackle. There's one that I probably should have included, but uh, anyway. Andrew Ruck deserves to get an absolute walloping. 
for his sprays that he was hit, like we, I, I made a point of going over and just just seeing what was going on at his uh, huddles, yeah. and uh, the toys were definitely out of the cot, and and it was a, a sure sign of you know a team banding together and just getting on top of them, and I think uh, yeah, it was a, that third that quarter third was quarter. the most exciting. Just we just rolled the dice, and yeah, came off and and if it went for another minute, we probably would have kicked another one. Yeah, um, I think Victor said it perfectly. It was one of those quarters where you just didn't want it to end. Yeah, exactly. It was just all going your way. Yeah, it was. And um, it's something I picked up on early in the season where I said we're doing such great footy in patches. You're yeah. winning the quarters very patchy. Yeah, but that was the first real swing at a four quarter effort since the first game of the round and you guys look like a unit again yeah and it, it looked like oh, I'd probably go as far as to say a better unit than what you were against probably yeah we, I think best footy you played yeah it was by far the best footy we played we probably got we got Denmark at the right time of the year mm. if I'm being completely honest yeah no you did you take that um, I think Denmark are a lot better side now than they were then but having said but that we still played really good football that day yeah so you can't take that away from us no um, but that third quarter especially was the best quarter of football uh, the, and to be fair well, I think we ran well yeah we attacked it hard pressure yeah mm. and that's where it all starts it's got to start like that with us yeah we're not going to be the most skilled team in the comp I don't think um, so if you can start with the pressure um, wanting it more from there. being first you know, and, yeah and have, to have that hunger for it yeah um, but uh, yeah, definitely showed. You know, they are the top team, and you went toe to toe with them for three and a half quarters. Yeah, and, and don't you think it's, it's just? I it's think the fit. big one with us is uh, probably the difference between our best and worst is yeah, so bridge, far bridging the gap. Yeah. Whereas the difference between their best and worst is a lot less. Yeah, um, like our best, as we've all seen, is as good as anyone else's. It's just our worst which we play in quarters where we give up mm. eight goals to nothing and it's effectively game there. And that comes with time. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and with with a young side as well, you give up eight goals in a quarter, it just breaks hard. the confidence. Yeah. And we are a young side, so... Um, oh, for sure. That, that's probably the one that... But again, that comes... Yeah, like I said, it comes with time and and what eventually happens is... is you when you do start holding it like you did against Rawls. That was three quarters. It wasn't a third quarter fade off and then try and fight back. Yeah. It was the only thing they held up there was probably just a fitness thing. Yeah. Where, you know, you just couldn't go the quite the distance. Now that is so much different yeah. to just switching off for a quarter. Um yeah. and that's that's something that will build over time. Yeah. Um and as a unit, you know, and, and again this comes down to having the right people there. If you've got guys who are continually sticking with it, going right, we are we are starting to achieve. Um, you'll soon notice, like all the other clubs, um, they've got their own things going on in their own worlds. Yeah. Um, you just got to, you know, you get them on your day, and you'll find, you know, you absolutely stunned Royals. Yeah, anyone um, can beat anyone in this comp. Absolutely, I think that's probably rock been, up. I mean, this is probably play. the first time it's ever been. Yeah, like that, I think. And I think There's, if you if you're gonna go down the track of saying that you guys caught. Uh, Denmark on the right week I think it's probably fair to say that by the same token Roy was caught you guys on the right week yeah because your footy was fantastic on that day um, 
you yourself played a, a magical game. Mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> you know, we, we, Were you playing? <laughs> he was. You know that white light that was flickering through the... Oh, that, that, that was his hair. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. Under lights too, especially oh, on Friday night. Oh, <laughs> whack. I don't know there you go, Ben. I threw a whack in there for you. That's probably a compliment for me. Yeah. I wish I was that slim. <laughs> but, you know, um, missing a few key big fellas up there as well, you know. Yeah. Um, Wacker, for example, um, you know, what a difference he potentially could have yeah, made exactly. on a game like that. So if you if you want to start going down that, if you want to start sort of cheapening your win and saying you caught Denmark on the, on the right week, yeah, exactly. by the same token, Royals caught you guys on the right week. And I think they know that. Yeah. And I think they know that when, um, you know, when push comes to shove, they can't, they can't rest players well, against yeah, us anymore. Well, yeah, I think that's probably the thing you've seen this year. I know all other years... Um, when I was playing at railways, we'd come up against sharks and it'd sort of be the like, lake. yeah, you'd yeah. rest a few blokes if they had an eagle or I remember even a couple of games there where I'd play three quarters or something and you'd go off and our midfielders would play a few and then just go sit down four and yeah. um, you just take them lightly, I guess. And those days I'd like to think are probably done. Those days are gone. And I'll tell you what, yeah. I had a chat with Adam uh, after that game, the president for the Royals. Yeah. Um, and... He sort of said, he said to me, we had, a, we had a good chat actually, we were sort of more talking about the bands and all that sort of stuff, and we were just talking about the difference in the competition that it is nowadays, you know, with the Sharks being the way they are, and he said he knows himself that a loss to the Sharks is just around the corner, mm. you know, whether it's this year, next year, or maybe the year after, or whatever it be, he says he knows, he's very well aware that the day is coming, and... Uh, <laughs> being, being the, the, the navy blue bleeding man that he is he said he probably shed a tear the day that it happens yeah. but it's going to be good for Albany footy get a box of tissues because it's coming soon that's it mate <laughs> we'll, get him a, we'll get him a teal coloured box of tissues yeah, mate we'll get him all sorted out but uh, um, so listen tags in we're all over to you mate we'll have a quick oh, chat yeah. about the uh, oh sorry yeah, mate, mate you, by all mates this, by all mates <laughs> Rick is not here mate but it's still Rick's show there we go. Uh, so we'll have a bit of a chat about the, the Bloods game now first quarter how did, how did that first quarter against Royals under lights how did that rate against the footy that we have played having come off two wins yeah look we Admittedly, only being one quarter, but yeah, I think I actually think the best footy we 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 played was against North Albany. Um, on uh, we absolutely stunned them that day. Uh, that first quarter, sensational. Uh, they uh, and I think, but I guess there's been some patches where um, like railways keeping them goalless for two quarters. Uh, they all just sat around waiting for someone else to do the work. Um, we kept them goalless for two quarters and had one on the bench. Uh, when you when you sort of get that run onto them and the jump on them, there's you could see it like and Cole, we talk about the bye week, and when these guys they come in thinking that they just got an easy run, and when you when you stick it to them very early, put them on the back foot, a lot of people can sort of uh, you know be quite stunned by it, hesitate a bit, and you can yeah provided you stick into a form of structure, um, you know you, you can you can really go toe to toe with them. Which we did, um, but we that game. Uh, the challenges are is, is fitness comes into it, obviously, um, and and the depth. Like so, I'd, I'd say probably they've got twelve guys from that side who probably uh, in and out of their their one side. Royals. Yeah. Yeah, they're a very young reserve side too. So. They did well, and that's what I'm saying. So it's a mixture yeah. of like probably twelve 
um, with probably fringe league players and yeah. and then topped up with with young Colts and so. Um, but I guess yeah, that first quarter sensational. But the challenges are, and I kind of deep down knew this it was going to come. Was um, was that would we be able to match up with them the whole game? Um, and challenges that you face is is that if you if you don't stick to a structure that we've put in place, you're very hard to try and fix something that is not being followed. Um, very hard to you know to try and correct it. When yeah, and and that's what happened with the scoreboard. The first half were well and truly uh, in it, but as the fitness dropped off, um, you know, people sort of forget what, how we how we even do things, and yeah, the scoreboard kind of reflected that in that last half for sure. So, but uh, as far as going, if that's the benchmark, then I'm not worried at all. I think, uh, yeah, I'd sound a lot better. And I wouldn't put it past our boys to absolutely smoke them in finals. Absolutely. Uh, now, we talked last week because we were a little bit sort of fresher off the footy last week. We talked about Airsy, Chris Ayres. Oh, what a pickup is that young man. The spud farmer. <laughs> the haters will hate and the potatoes will potate. And he is a spud farmer. He's, oh, he's actually, for those listening at home, he's a shout out to you. He's, he's a potato farmer. And, um, yeah, no, and, and he's another one who I think was there from the start. Played eight quarters of footy every Sunday and then had to go and back it up and go to work the next day. I think he also coached the Colts back in those days as well. I think he was I'm, a coach. Coach and then played yeah. played a couple of ends of footy. I was talking to Jeff about it, actually. Like, Jimmy, so. how did it go on him? Oh, bit, didn't a bit of spirit. You put him in any position, and he gave it a hundred and ten percent plus GST. He was mate, he was a standout on that night. You know, it was his first. I think it was his first game for us, wasn't it? First game back, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, really stepped up. Um, particularly when uh, when we lost Big Mac for a few uh, off the ball incidents, which I won't go into in case uh, Earl's listening. Anyway, uh, so. We lost Big Matt and so threw him into the ruck and just second, third, fourth efforts. Um, yeah, and imagine what he'll look like with the pre-season under his belt. He oh, uh, weapon. <laughs> yeah, no, very impressive. And like a lot of there's a lot to like about um the blood side at the moment. And I think you know, one thing I'm really happy about is we've got guys knocking on the door of, of our our league side. Um, you know, where it's not by requirement, it's now actually We've got guys, you know, pushing yeah. them to get into the side, um, and yeah, to have that ability to wield the axe, uh, if definitely there's a couple that stepped up in that game against. Yeah, I know, and I was a bit yeah. of sweat yeah. when I giving Chubb my best players, but yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't real happy. <laughs> he he said, took yeah. down Tommy Eaton. You know what? That back Chubb, and he said, <laughs> "No, you won't go there. that." I said, "I want the player with it, mate." Yeah. Anyway, no, and th- but that's good. That's what you want. That's that's what my job is: is to is to get these guys, and build them into. Yeah, into that league role. Um, the, the footy factory, as you call it. The footy it. factory. It's a one-way street, unfortunately. Not a lot comes back down, but I don't know where they go. They just disappear into the abyss up there. <laughs> the cloud. Oh, well, to be fair, I don't think we see much of them uh, uh, once they go beyond us anyway. You know, once they 
get that first taste of the league game, they go and sit with the league boys and they don't want to sit with the blades. Yeah. Yeah. Cohen does. Cohen comes and sits with anyone. Oh, no, no, Cohen, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got yeah, yeah, the sunny side. Yeah, They rock up got... there with the one glove on as yeah. well, you know, doing the old bike. <laughs> bloody half a bucket of chips and Cohen will come and sit next to you. Don't oh, for sure, mate. If there's a bit of grey on top. He's sitting in your lap, I reckon. But no, the bloods in general, going... Going really well, probably better than I thought. Definitely, if, yeah. if you'd asked me at the start how I was going to go, but but I've actually yeah, I've I've taken teams deep into September with um, less talent than what we actually have, um, and I think it's on the back of Rick Big Rock doing a lot of hard work last year um, and handing you know a lot of these guys is is more they've all been there. There's not there's not a lot of new new blood in there. It's more that we've managed to just band together Bring it back. and keep them together. Yeah. Now, we talked about it a little bit uh, with Riley and Dill last week. We sort of mentioned that it's getting more and more obvious for the Bloods who's not there on the training sessions, who's, who doesn't know the structure. Oh, yeah. How does, how does that sort of sit with you? Do, you? do you feel like that's where we're at at the moment? The boys who are showing up for the training are really coming, really coming good and sort of putting together what you want to see? Yeah, particularly with... Um and even now, like I mean, a joke about burning me six times, which I'm still not happy about. But, um, but even tonight, um, you know, all the extra running that the guys have been doing, it was standout uh, for when we did a lot of match simulation. Um, pulled them in. Now eight weeks ago, guys have been having asthma attacks and heaving like up oxygen, and you know, I could have put a candle in front of them, they still wouldn't have blown it out. You know, guys are just coming in. Yeah, ready to go again and what we notice is that the skills have improved because of building up that engine now yeah it, it is tough um but again we, we, I mean, we've got 12 emergencies this week so there are guys who probably would be go third, good so. enough yeah <laughs> guys good enough to be in that 22 but aren't going to get a game because they're not coming to training um because you can't have like when we the way we play is a very simplified structure, but I sort of bank on all the other clubs blazing away and not actually, you know, just sort of just bombing it long down the line. And you can you can set up quite easily against that. And um, so when you do have someone coming straight into the team, might have all the ability and talent in the world, um, but if they're not going to follow the system, they actually cost you quite dearly. And uh, we learnt that against Denmark in round one. And what are we, six goals to nothing? And yeah. then uh, we started trying to kick goals from 60 metres out and, yeah, went down by about probably four goals. Yeah. So it happens, you know, if you don't... Yeah, it, the way, like I said, the way I've set it up, it, it, it kind of it comes down to being on the track. But by the same token, you know, when you get your chance on the field, you've got to earn your spot and... Um, we've had, you know, we played uh, Royals, for instance, the top team, and, you know, went down by 80 points in a half a footy, pretty much. Yeah. And that's, you can try as hard as you like, but you have to, you got to run with the top dogs the whole way through it. So, a bit of a balance there, mate. Balance, we love that one, don't we? Balance. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. <laughs> 
All we right, can, so we can still do a bit of that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love balance. <laughs> All right, so we'll um, we'll get ready to knock into the fast five, which means we're getting towards the end here. Now, um, Tagsy. You feeling up to a challenge for the for the fast five? You reckon you got it uh, all locked away there? Yeah, no, I don't. I think um, we've got a few few to throw at him, and it's just gonna be rapid fire here. Yeah, remember um, we. I hope you've got five to throw at me. <laughs> fast five. I've been shining up the kookaburra for this. Oh, here we go. Fast five brought to you by Inswing. So, um, so Cohen, biggest pest down at the club. Biggest pest? Whoa, snake. Snake. <laughs> just for being a snake. I like it. I like it. Smoking into non-smoking areas. Yeah, that's right. Keep them firing, mate. Right, uh, we've got guys who listen to the podcast in the bath. We've got guys who listen to it when they're at work. Um, we've got guys who make their wife stay up and go, hey, wait, they're going to call my name out. Don't think <laughs> that. Anyway, so uh, where do you listen to the podcast? Yeah, on the tractor at work. On the tractor. Yeah, on the mower. <laughs> Plug your head, headphones in. Yeah, and just, headphones in. And just get into your zone. Whack them under the muffs. So, so how many... Off the uh, safety, safety boxes still. Yeah. How, many, how, how many listens we, listeners are we up to now? Oh, you ready for this number? It's oh. going, oh, I'm glad you're both sitting down because it's a huge number. But you're going to have to get into it after the fast five, mate, because we have a schedule to keep. And Banks is right. listening, mate. Yeah. Keep going. Sorry, right here. Okay, um, what superpower would you like, apart from the left foot like mine? <laughs> uh... To fly. Fly. Oh, mate. <laughs> Take cuts. Go to Studio 146 on a Saturday night. You'll be flying. Super strange. What, speaking of Studio 146, what is your go-to dance move? Whoa. Circle it up. Comes in the middle. What do you I, pull out? I'm not going to it. On the Studio 146 for dance floor because it's a bit dirty. Yeah, a couple but of Probably the worm. The worm, yeah. Oh, can, can you worm? Can worm. Rightio. Oh, that's going to be Mixing handy. battle. That's going to be inter- handy. Intermission. We're going to get the worm out. Rightio. What inspired the hair? Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. What did you say to me? Odell Beckham Jr. You know the uh, NFL player? No, I don't. Oh, oh well. Who's she? <laughs> nah, that, so... Like, Victorian nah, David so, Beckham? Or? Nah, unfortunately not. That's uh, the kids of Brooklyn, Romeo, Cruz and... Okay. I can't remember the door, isn't it? Well, you never know. Like, nah, so... You could jump um, the fence there or something. Yeah, nah, so I did it originally. Actually, we'll just tell you a little story about it. Okay. Uh, so I did it originally, and it was probably only meant to be there for about two weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. I was just going to shave it. I yep. sort of had a shaved head. Um, and I did it. And I, I went out, and a couple of girls started, oh, I like your hair. I was like, Jesus, this is real easy, isn't it? They just started talking to me. Bit of a conversation starter. Lovely. Um, and now I rolled with it. And now I yeah, got a few compliments. And I, the ego just started boosting. Just started I was boosting. like, Jesus, pretty good. Um, and then I sort of sort of kept growing. And it got pretty good, pretty long now, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then I sort of thought about it for a bit. And um, I've actually now decided that I'm probably going to grow up for another month or so, and then I'm going to shave it for charity. So. Oh, oh, goodness. So, I know a lot of the people at the club want it gone, so if you want it gone, you're going to have to pay. Chip in, and we'll, 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 we'll go into that on another podcast exactly. on another day. Um, so, because of course the obvious answer is that, uh, like the way Matt Prittis won a Brownlow, is just to stand out so you can get votes. It's probably like what most common people do with hair like that. 
like a like a little baby Jason Akamanis for whatever. <laughs> what with it? You got it coming on, don't you? <laughs> All right. And finally, on that is um, speaking of bright and shiny, is that what it's like when you have? This is a question sent in from one of our listeners. Is it bright and shiny being removed from your brother's shadow? I don't know the background story. <laughs> <of that. laughs> can, can we find out who's asking oh, this question? Then? No, I'd like to know. Uh, um, yeah, I have probably lived in the uh, shadow of my brother, especially in the uh, footballing world. But I'm fine with that. Um, he yeah. deserves everything he's ever got. He works harder than anyone I've ever met. Um, so it's not yeah, about no, him. This is about you. No nah, credit to. Credit to Zane, but I'm the more talented one. He just yes. works harder. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. Right, yeah. From the Ivory Tower, it is Cohen signing out of his fast five. Great work here, mate. Well done. Good job. Not bad. Not bad. Um, don't think you were quite Mitchell Johnson's pace there, mate. I think right. we'd give you a Sean Tate, mate. Yeah, Dennis Lilly. Oh, nah, Sean Tate, mate. Sean Tate, Tate, yeah. Yeah, the wild yeah, thing. Pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty quick. Malinga. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be on you. All right, so... We're going to do things a little bit out of order tonight, so we've forgotten one thing, and that is the frenzy forecast. So the feeding frenzy forecast. We're looking for our gutsy calls for the week. Big game of footy up this Saturday, this Sunday. Cohen, mate, you're trying to point over the tags, but he's not going to save you. No, What's your my, gutsy call? Gutsy call for the weekend. For the weekend. Ooh, um, all right, I'm going to go out on a. It's a pretty tough one to judge because I don't think the uh, stats will be kept, but. I reckon Taj against the old side back on the old stomping ground. I reckon he'll have 30 and 3. Oh, that is a good call. I would, I would back that myself, actually, if I was a betting man. 30 and 3 Ken, for Taj. I, I, I'd, I'd, chuck, and I'd chuck 20 bucks on Ken, Cam Newbold will get onto that. But if Cam, if you're listening, just make sure you get the statistician down there. Cam <laughs> still, buddy. <laughs> That's a bloody good gutsy call. Scratch and tally him up. Yeah, no, not a bad one. Gutsy call for the season or just for this weekend? Just for this weekend. You can uh, give us one for the season at the end if you like. Oh, well. But let's go for this weekend. The one, the one for this weekend, I'm calling a huge game from Dwayne Coyne. And I'm thinking, because he's going to play up deep for this week. Because um, we've got a bit of midfield depth. And I reckon it could be a, it could be another Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer oh, you reckon? Pfeiffer hole. Yeah. Oh. That is a gutsy call. If ever I heard one, oh, I, I like think, it. I think he could be on. Don't bet on it. Don't go Jaden's team. It's nice here. No, no, I've got my bigger multis than that. <laughs> Let's see what happens with that one. Now, I'm, I'm going to go with the safe bet because I have an insider, as always. Now, anybody who's listened to the podcast knows if you get on my show, you do well. I'm back in Squid Jig, Riley. I reckon I'm back in him to just. Play an absolute blinder. I'm I'm backing him for players play this week. Right, squid you to the bench. Hey, you can write it down. You can set it in mud. I hope so. Squid you for for players play. I played a bit of basketball with him during the week. Yeah, moves well. Oh nah, he should probably stick to the grass. Hey, you know he's he's a he's a bloke who's born to play footy and do nothing else. Oh, and catch fish. Yeah, about to say catch fish. Cast the line. I heard a lot of myth to that, but. Oh, mate, you know, I've, I've seen the Dewey. There's a free, freezer full of them. I yeah. just got offered fillets from it. I didn't actually see it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, oh well, you anyway. missed out on that one. So I didn't get the fillets. So. Anyone anyway, can go down to Carlos Brothers and sort that out. <laughs> no, I'm back at Squid Jig for, for players playing this week, mate. I reckon he's uh, he had a bit of a bit of a taste of leadership this last week um, without Uncle Cam down that back line. Yeah. And I think he did really well. Um, 
I, I said it last year when we when we co won the uh, the coaches award last year that he's going to be a big presence and a leader in this club, and I think he's uh, he's right on track to to turn himself in and, and really show it. He can go one of two ways, but I reckon yep. I'm, I'm backing you this week, Squiddy. I know you're going to be listening, so uh, let's see a big performance, mate. Skip over that in 15 second. <laughs> he won't. He won't skip that. Most of the thoughts, though. He'll play that part on the play. Loop it up. Loop it up. That's run exactly out of right. the tune of him going. Squid Jig's in for a good game. <laughs> <laughs> Squid Jig players play or repeat. I like yeah. it. All right, fellas. I think we've had a bloody good podcast tonight. Um, thanks for joining Fre- Feeding Frenzy tonight, Carl. You're a big listener, aren't you? Yeah, big listener. And uh, like good to ha- finally have you on the show. Um, hopefully next time we can chat you in with Big Rick as well, if he's not feeling that yeah, in the weather. No. But, um, you know, we'll get to have a chat to Rick. I think you guys would have a bloody great time. But uh, yeah. short notice, I know. But thanks very much for jumping in with us, mate. And, no, uh, thanks hope you enjoy yourself. Yeah, cheers. And Tags, you throw over to you, mate. Uh, back me up tonight. Blood stick together. That's what we do. That's what we and, do. Uh, you know, Benny, mate, you better get your throat sorted out or Tags, he might take your spot permanently. He's got all the quips, yeah. he's got all the lines. Quite comfortable in this chair. Too. <laughs> he Good looks all right in it too, mate. Good to be king. <laughs> all right, uh, quick throw out to uh, my mate Rick De Wallace for starting this podcast. He, um, you know, this is his vision, his idea, and uh, I'm glad we can, even without him here tonight, we can keep it rolling for him. Yep. Shout out to the sponsors, you know who you are. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Shout out to Tags the Jingle Maker for uh, <laughs> giving them all a good pat on the back. Oh, there's only one way to finish the podcast, fellas. You know what it is. Get out of the sharks. Up the sharks. Up the sharks. Up the sharks.